Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ladies and gentlemen. I am so happy to say <laughs> that we back. Welcome to Happy Foot Sad. <laughs> I'm your host, Travis Helwig. I'm Darren Miller. And it's important for you to know, as you can already probably tell, I have a cold. You can hear it. I'm sorry. This is one of my least favorite things on a podcast is when a host has a cold, but we're celebrating tonight. So I don't have a cold for the next few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling out sick from your cold. Yes. What a what a match. Another banger. We're, we're back. I don't even remember. I don't even remember the skid. I don't even I'm trying to think back to what it was like. I just don't even I can't even recall. It must not have been that bad. Max kept saying it on the broadcast, but he was like, just last weekend, they thought we'd never score again. And I'm like, I know Where Max listens listens occasionally. I think Where he's talking they? about us saying we'd never score a goal again. I think will they ever score a goal again is, is something we said verbatim multiple yes. times. And Abel brings up a great, a great happy foot to start the show. We won in Texas for the first time since October of 2021, we won a game in Texas. There's three teams in Texas. We play a lot of times in Texas, uh, and that's a huge step. There's so many fucking happy foots, so many fucking happy foots. I was going to say sad foots, but there aren't that many. There's a couple of injury concerns, I'd say. Um, sure. Darren, I feel like I always start off with the happy foot. Why don't you you give us a happy foot? I happy would love foot to. I've got, a, I've got a lot of happy foots. Uh, Kike finally breaking through, getting the goal. Yeah, everybody wanted it. I love when someone scores and they've been due, and the whole team is just so happy. Yeah. They just all wanted him to score so bad. It's a little funny that Boanga did go to goal first on that one. <laughs> but yeah, I another happy foot of mine was that Boanga got a garbage goal, not just a goal. I just feel like there were a few garbage goals actually, which we don't have enough of. Like. 
They weren't going. That means in. we were put in a position to get a garbage goal. That yeah. means people were crossing. That means people were creating chances that were going <laughs> off of goalies and defenders and things like that. And not just like, I'm going to do it all myself and score a beautiful goal, which obviously also happens plenty of times. But I, I want to go back yeah. quickly to, to Kike because I, before you move away from Kike, please, people were giving him a hard time in the LAFC community. He hasn't been on the team for a long time, but every time he's on the field, he is so fucking fun to watch. And I know that he had a couple of shots last game that should have gone in. We did end up winning that game five to one. I think you can give him that hard of a time. If it's like Bawanga not passing to Vela or whatever in that, in, in whatever game that was that, Oh, the messy game. But like, in a game where we win five to one and a young kid misses a bunch, he still was in those oper- those spaces to get those opportunities. And tonight, I'm so fucking thankful he got that goal because I think he's going to get so many more. He just got in his head a little bit. Yeah, my <laughs> other my other happy foot was everybody getting minutes. Like we had a lot of rotation going on. We felt solid the whole way through. We our defense kind of slipped up at the end a little bit. It didn't bother me. It was yeah. just this game and the last game. The, the teams aren't good. Uh, that's fine. They're not good. But like, it was so clear that everything was so much more comfortable. They were in control. The ball movement was good. It's tough because it's not, it feels like we did correct the things that needed to get corrected, but without the competition to really challenge us to do that. Like it's not, I don't know that we were at the point of questioning that they are capable of doing this. I think we were at the point of questioning that if they're capable of doing it against intense competition which like we're not facing right now so i will say that yeah both of these teams were not good and and i think losses or draws in these games could have been real disappointments i mean i think this austin game i was anticipating a draw or a loss it just felt like one of those trap games that we would throw away this season and then we didn't and i'm i want to you know i'm i'm hesitantly excited about how we're ending the season especially with with most of our players healthy, Acosta hopefully will be back soon. I am a little worried about Palacios getting banged up two games in a row. We need Palacios if we're going to go sure. far in the playoffs. And I don't think Chiellini was actually injured. I think he was just upset about getting pretty foul, uh, getting uh, fouled pretty hard. But he had a beautiful goal, and I think we need to give Chiellini props for his beautiful goal. Uh, yeah, he really came back and scored, and that's what matters. <laughs> beautiful letter <at her> goal. <laughs> A <laughs> uh, couple, couple other happy feet, Ordaz starting. Ordaz and Oliveira looked really fun next to each other, especially with Bowanga. What a fast front line. And I thought that that was – it's good to give Vela a break. And I don't know. They, it, Ordaz deserves the minutes. He has yet to play a bad game with us. Tillman needed that goal. I'm happy that Tillman got that goal. I think yeah. he's had a bit of a disappointing second half of the season. We all agree. I think – Tillman also had gotten in his own head a little bit about what what his role in the team was. And especially with Acosta, maybe out longer, who knows? We need to be able to rely on Tillman, and I'm happy he scored. And it was off a a Boanga assist, which, you know, there wasn't so long ago we said he never passes the ball. So I'm happy that we we saw some great long balls from him. He was also not doing it sometimes. It's funny to watch. You're you're watching before your eyes. You're watching him, like, try – against what is natural for him to like improve yeah. and, and progress, which is f- yeah. funny and cool at the same time. I think that Miami goal, my own Miami like missed pass was maybe a real educational moment for Bowanga. Yeah. Of, like, yeah. It is my team, but I have to remember that Carlos Vela is the captain of this team, you know? Yeah. 
Which I'll, I have something to say about that later. I wanted to ask you about. I'll wait till that's later. We've got people waiting. Let's bring on Joey Onebar. I believe. I I think. Are you ready to come on? Okay. No, he's picked <laughs> up the camera. He's got the camera. Does he have oh, service? No. Oh no! <laughs> it's too early in the show for nips. Ah uh, damn! The, the visual well, guy no was nips. so good. It's though I mean, it is a good you laughed your head, so that's a good fucking sign. If you ask me, it, it was perfect. a good. It was. A, who was that? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what my wife was saying. Who is that? <laughs> um, thank you for coming on. Thank you for the great one bar gag, Joey. Any happy feet for the game? <laughs> well, yeah, Oliveira uh, looks like he got a goal, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm you know a little sad foot that we gave up a clean sheet. But man, Max is just he continues to gut out wins for us, so we're clicking at the right time. Yeah. And that's why it was okay for me to come on with my visual gag with my one I think, bar. I think your visual <laughs> gag was very good. Um, right. I, I do. I want um, – I, I if we weren't dominating so much, those two goals would have hurt a lot more. But that one goal was really fun where he hit it off the back of his head. That was cool. If we yeah. weren't up by four goals, I would have been upset. But uh, both of those goals, Chiellini's fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> incidentally. But he can do no wrong. I mean, he does. He's never made a mistake in his life. So yeah, yeah, he will that. forever be maybe my favorite player on LAFC. I love him so much. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's all right. I got for you guys. I well, I, thanks, uh, thanks for uh, that gag for a minute. <laughs> thank so. you for the, the tasteful censorship. What what was yeah. that bar? What is that? A piece of cardboard I found in our <laughs> closet. Right. Oh, I was gonna. Say- did you like use a box cutter to make it? No, no. I should have labeled it though. <laughs> all right, it'll it's we'll, almost, we'll workshop it through the playoffs. Yeah, well, this sure. this is gonna. We'll, it might have. Uh, we can build on this. This is good. I think it might have protected a frame. <laughs> so, anyways. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Joey. Always a pleasure, all right, guys. Thanks for coming on. You, you know, it's a win when we see some shirtless white boys on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> all right. Well. I don't know if we I, want to bring the vibe down this early, but Jeff talks here waiting. <laughs> and he's flipping us off. Here. I, let's hear bring him, him on. And if, if we don't like him, <laughs> we can send him back on. For those of you who don't know, Jeff talk is the heel of the foot. He's the enemy of the show. And <laughs> I, I want to hear what bad things he has to say. You know, it's been a while. I almost miss him. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, welcome, welcome back to, to the, the show, show, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to say that White Boys Gone Wild is actually the subtitle of this show. Thank you to Steve who put that in the chat. You have more thousand to bring the energy down, right, with Travis cosplaying as the Mucinex monster. (laughs) Jesus Christ, dude. Like, how sick are you? Fucking take a day off, man. Well, I feel like I would have taken this off if I didn't miss like two two he weeks. He took his days off. I'm sorry. Show. He's already at yeah. his max. Uh, it, it's PCO. wild that I can That's not allowed in this all of the phlegm just undulating <laughs> in your throat as you talk. Like, this is disgusting. You want to talk about like a family show? You being on here, that's sick. Oh, my God. This is such I a good sign. You to Guys, know. LAFC must have played so well that Jeff is resorting to yeah. just making fun of Travis. That's all you favorite. got. I'd like to do that on every episode, but I try to keep. It yeah, but you save it for the end. You do. I, what's hard is I really I'm on his side. I hate when sick people do podcasts. It yeah. sounds so disgusting, and I apologize to everyone. Travis, what Vince is what your eyes are. You got to do what I do, which is always be congested, so no one knows any different <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. It just sounds. This is just what I sound like, but you know, it's not normal. <laughs> Um, yeah, Jeff, are you good. ready to say that we're back, though? 
Um, here's here's what I'm here's what I think because you, you said we were not going to make the playoffs, and currently we sit I second in the that. West. I never. I'll ever go back and find. We weren't going to make the playoffs. I'll find the tape. <laughs> but, pl- Travis, spend all of your time that you we're, we're not a strike anymore. You need to find a job. We all need to find jobs. My I wife makes plenty of money. Hours. I don't need a job. <laughs> is it, is, I can I can coast for as long as I need looking for this tape. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Spend spend all the time. I guess. Yeah, you don't have kids. You got lots of spare time. Uh, no, listen. I, here's 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 where I think I'm ending up. That I am disappointed with all of the with not winning these cup, not winning CCL, whatever. Um, but we lost all of those games against good teams, and we're not going to be playing any more good teams. Do you know what I mean? Like the team that like really smoked us was Miami, who has missed the playoffs. Yeah. Right, like, who am I actually afraid of? Like, I'm St. Louis can beat us. These teams can beat us, but we're not playing Tigres. We're not playing Monterey. We're not playing like these big Mexican teams that are super great. So I think like we have a decent shot in the MLS playoffs. I just, you know, and and it's not fun to just be sad the whole time. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm, so I'm, I'm gonna, more. I'm, I'm optimistic. I, I'm more scared of teams in the East, to be honest. And for yeah, I need to acknowledge your growth as a person. Thank you so much. Jeff. Um, <laughs> You're not, you know what, Jeff? Jeff is uh, somewhat of a character on the show, but it's it's a complex character. He's a real human. Okay, yeah. His origin he, story. He multitudes. His origin story is that Steve Trundolo killed his parents. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he, um, no, so, that would mean he had to make good tactical decisions to kill my. Parents. And he has. Oh, okay. And yeah, he yeah. has. Has he um, played the same system? Uh, yeah, you know, I, yeah, my like the same system. I'm scared of I'm scared of Seattle. I think Seattle's a good team. I think in the West, the team that I would least like to play outside of LAFC is Seattle. Um, well, also, you and I now have have. Uh, thank you for your bone cancer joke, Abel Castillo. That's <laughs> spectacular. I should I should stop reacting to things people can't hear. That's really bad podcasting. I'm sorry. Yeah, Abel Castillo just commented. Talk is optimistic. Is is he sick? Before he got bone cancer. <laughs> Before he got bone cancer, is an all-time rival. Yeah, yeah. Before he got bone, before he got bone. <laughs> uh, well, you and I now have divided loyalties a little bit, Travis. Of Drew Carey bought me a thousand dollars worth of meals during the strike. Yes. Like for those you don't know, Travis and I are both WGA members. Drew Carey paid for everybody's meal at Boss Big Boy for five months, and uh, I'm deeply, deeply cheap. So I bought a lot, a lot of dogs. Yeah. Before, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah, I, feel, I, I, I will never hate Drew Carey forever. He bought everybody drinks at Swingers, too. That was the thing. If you live on the west side, you get to drink for free. I don't have Oh, to that's cool. Any, so, okay. Do you think I, – I don't know how to handle you when you're optimistic. Yeah, what do we do This with is this? weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What do you – compliment me now. <laughs> no. No. You got nothing? Your wife's great. That's, that's my comment for you. I've, your wife's very funny, great strike captain. Really was out there on the line a lot. I saw her a lot. Yeah, I didn't see you as much as I thought I would, but I saw her a lot. Oh, when did you start coming to my gate? Because I think it was just towards the end of the strike. Uh, oh, I, I started coming to your gate after I was doing location pickets and getting up at 5 a.m. to get yelled at by Disney security. And then also make friends with the Teamsters to the point where they remember my name and I can send them Christmas cards. This well, yeah, is- I know you were at like a gate or whatever, but I was actually <laughs> Guys, the strike's over. I know you're all sad, but you're sad about it. You're going to have a lot of memories that you can take with you, though. It's true. Uh, It's true. But much like much like my grandfather was constantly haunted by the Korean War, I will constantly be haunted by Bob's Big Boy and uh, (laughs) the the, the, the backside Universal Gate with Travis. 
Danny Angel asks, what, what team does Drew Carey own? Drew Carey owns the Seattle Sounders. I mean, he's like, in the way that Will Ferrell owns LAFC, it's like. But, but like, my, like, that is the best investment because he bought in like super early when it was like yeah. not a big deal. And now that team's worth a ton of money. Like, they've got to be yeah. worth, like, what's, what do they say LAFC's worth? Like, $900 million or something? Like, he's, he's really. How many Bob's big, big boys? <laughs> Count in Bob's um, big boys. Speaking yeah. of unions, I want to say shout out to the IATSE workers in Minnesota who walked out of the stadium oh, yeah. before the game against the Galaxy today and fucked up their broadcast because huh. their their employers, which I believe is Minnesota and the MLS, wouldn't negotiate with them anymore, wouldn't give them health care. So they walked out and then they had to buy a bunch of they started working with scabs, which is why the broadcast looks so fucking shitty. But yeah, so shout out to the IATSE workers who walked off. Any happy feet or sad feet, Jeff? My my sad foot is that the LA Galaxy referred to that as people refusing to show up for work. I believe insane. On post. Insane. So uh, by the way, the Galaxy players are unionized. Like that is a nonsensical take <laughs> from the front office that these people didn't want to show up for work. I think but MLS put out those statements. I don't. Both they they had very similar statements. The Galaxy in Minnesota, and I think it was MLS that put out those statements. I think and that's just a true. lot of people who did not con- did not contest it at all, and we're just yes. like, yeah, sure, okay, I will put that statement yes. out. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. AEG sucks, so who knows? AEG does suck. Yeah. Um, uh, my happy foot would be that I think um, I think you have Bogush and you have Oliveira as the new additions, <laughs> and I think they're both playing really well. It feels like we found the place for Bogush, and it feels like Oliveira is getting his legs under him, and if he can be. He doesn't need to be the best guy on the on the field, but if he can be better than Brian Rodriguez was, which is how I feel at this moment, like we really have a chance. And unlike Stipe, who I you know have a special affection for because Travis hates him so much, uh, Oliveira has the same level of technical skill that Stipe does, but he's a lot more physical and he's a lot more direct. And so I feel like with him and Bawanga, and if we ever find an actual nine, say next season, I think we have a really really good chance at really doing that counter press the way that Toronto team. So I think like. I I have been really hard on, on on the front office for not replacing the guys that we lost and you know finding this joke of a of a nine that we have. Um, but I think you got to give him credit for Oliveira, and I think like that's going to be a big thing, and that could be the kind of thing that tips a playoff game. It's so nice to finally hear you admit that you're an idiot and that you don't know what you're talking about most times. Like it's really it's it's it makes me feel good to it's growth as a person for you to go I, I all of my opinions have been wrong. Travis Darren and everyone who listens to the podcast have been right. But I really like just coming back that, groveling at our feet. You right want now. it to be a bit tail so between his legs. Travis that you're mad at me, but it's such not a bit. And there's such like earnest, like like tremors in that voice when you're mad, and not just from the phlegm. Those are real emotional tremors. <laughs> I was gonna say that's the that's the mucus. It's oh, both. It's I, a little I've bit. Had both. You, I've had but to mute cough agree. so many times. I think what you we were dancing around it, but we can all agree we really wanted to see Mario out there. He didn't get the minutes that he deserves. That was my sad foot. I mean, but that's the that's the that's the biggest sad foot of the season is missing on that and in the in the in the summer transfer I, window and missing. Missing. I, I still I, feel like if he gets his reps in, like he could come. Like I, I I don't think the way we've seen him play is necessarily the only thing we'll see from him. Now it's, that we have definitely disappointing that we haven't. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, I, it's it, definitely disappointing that we haven't seen anything great from him up, up till now. But I just don't think he's had enough reps. For it to be like a done deal, this is all we're going to get from him. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, I, I hated Steve Buke when he was our only sub up front. It was like him and Apoku and... Now that we have other options, Stipe's ability to find other people and get through traffic doesn't bother me as much. It's just, you know, he wasn't finishing and he continues to not really finish. What does he have, three goals on the season? Something like that? Something like that. Something like that. Um, yeah, I feel the same way. It's it's not that serious when you have other guys stepping up. They can settle into their roles that are based on their strengths. Yeah, but I think... But I, uh, Abel Castillo wrote. Abel Castillo is going hard on Jeff Chuck. Jeff Chuck looks like a comedian who tweeted an off-color joke a decade ago and is hoping no one finds it. J.K. Am I the? But does he think that I'm the like Chris D'Elia of this podcast, or does he think that I'm the Stavros Halikas of this podcast? Because I think Stavros. I, I would rather you be Stavros than Chris. D'Elia. Yes, yes, yes. My, my, I am much thinner and my dick is much bigger than Stavros. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, um, we, le- we let you stay on until you lie and then we have to kick you off. Uh, <laughs> um, thanks for coming on. We love you. Have a great weekend. And, um, I, it means a lot to me that, um, you know, I, my brain's not working. I got nothing. <laughs> it's good. It's a good bit. It's a good thing they brought us off strike so you could make great jokes like that. You know what I mean? Um, Jeff, I thanks so much for coming back on, uh, on the show. Right? and <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Jeff for coming back on the show and admitting oh, he's always been wrong. And that's that my biggest right. failure I think I've ever had was, was trying to come you, at him at the end there and failing. You, yeah, you set yourself up when you didn't have a you didn't need to set yourself up if you didn't have yeah. something to go with. <laughs> no, I look, it's been a rough couple of days. I thought I had allergies. Yeah. And then today I was like, yeah, I'm sick. It's not COVID. I hate that when you're like, I'm going to get through this. It's just allergies. And then it gets worse instead of better. Like, yeah. I'm, I, it's been a, a rough couple of days where I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then today I'm like, all right, let's have some soup. Let's do it. Tiny soup. donuts says something that people are going to dislike. I think we are better with Acosta not in the starting 11. Darren, your thoughts? Interesting. You know, to be honest, I I don't think we're better or worse. I think we have enough flexibility there that, like, we got the job done just fine without him tonight. I don't think he's superfluous by any means. I love him. I think he's amazing. But I've said this the past couple shows, I think. We're showing a depth right now that has been, like, kind of like a far off promise and also a failure for most of the season. The whole, the question going into the whole season was like, will we have the depth to handle this? And then yeah, we, definitely we got off to this amazing start. And then we were like, 
at a certain point, it just became, oh, wait, no. The answer is just flat out, no, we don't have the depth. We're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> that I went think, on for a very long time. And now we have, we just straight up have the depth now. I, I don't, the only place I'm worried about depth really is the back line. Like if, if, if we have one more injury back there, that's why I was so scared about Chiellini. Yeah. It's like, you can't lose people. Our, our, def- our defense has been great. And they mentioned that on the show that we've let in very few goals this season or the, the last few games, but it's. I think we're rated like first. It was most tackles is what they said on the season, which I thought was interesting. And Palacios leads the league in tackles. Probably in cards too. (laughs) Lindsey Moss says Stipe's had more reps than Oliveira. Oliveira is more polished than him at this point. I think that's 100% true. I think I would much rather have Kike out there than Stipe. Um, Kike Stipe. Kike Stipe. That's what the Lindsey Moss follow-up here, also in the comments, Akaza is one of the best disruptors in the midfield. I can't argue with that either. Yeah, I think Tillman I, has had good two games. I would rather have Acosta out there than Tillman. Yeah, I think that's how I feel too. It's, I, I'm I'm not <laughs> nervous with Tillman out there, but I, I would Acosta's our normal starter for a reason. So yeah, I would like him to be back as soon as possible, please. <laughs> yeah, if you put our roster on a wall, I'm picking Bogush, Sanchez, and Ilya. No question. That's a a, ha- a, no sa- a happy foot I missed. Uh, Bogush was everywhere tonight, as he has been. Still consistent. At least two out of two of the goals we had were really thanks to him. He put the the actual cross together that that built the goal. He's he's like the heart of the offense. It's beautiful, and he keeps doing it. And I love him. I had I had a thought earlier before the podcast. Who do you think? is a more important player in LAFC history. Denny Buwanga or Diego Rossi? And uh, I think, I think, I mean, I guess it depends on how the playoffs go this year. Yeah. Rossi obviously means a lot to this team. He scored the first goal. He was here for a long time. Buwanga won an MLS Cup with us and immediately follows it up with potentially an MVP season. He's in the running for sure. And now he's, what, three goals ahead in the Golden Boot race. Rossi also won the Golden Boot. But I don't know. Like, I have an affinity for Denny Bawanga that feels at least on par with Diego Rossi. And we won a championship with, with Denny Bawanga. The commenters are disagreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I, I think right now I would go with Rossi. But I think that what you're really getting at is I think we don't know how long we're going to, Bawanga is going to be able to stay with us. But I do think he has the ability to surpass Rossi in less time than Ross, than Rossi was here. Right. Like you're posing the question, like, did he get to that point in our hearts quicker than Rossi did? And yes. I think he still could do that, but I don't think he has yet. Yeah. And well, and, and yeah, I think you're right. I think Bowanga that, that uh, Danny just made a good point, which is that Rossi helped Carlos reach the highest heights of his ability. Denny is doing it on his own. And I agree. And that speaks to both of their strengths. Denny is a very different player, but I, you know, I think of like Carlos is obviously the most important player in club history. And then if you think of other players, Rossi's probably two, right? But Bowanga has got to yeah. be up there at three. Chicho's up there too, but Chicho's only had a season with us, you know, like, right. That's Bawanga what I'm saying. I think it depends on how long I think it yeah. depends on how long and Bowanga came in. How much of last season did he play? He played, he came on near the end of the transfer window last season. And so, then he, but he, yeah. he had a couple rough early games and then he was great in the playoffs. Like he scored the winning goal against the galaxy in the playoffs right. or one of those galaxy games. We played them 
No, it was in the playoffs. And then he did really well against Austin. Chicho scored the winning goal against the Galaxy. I'm wrong. But he's, well, why, he had a brace against Austin. Why did give up Chicho, Travis? Why didn't we just keep Chicho? We could have kept him, Darren. This isn't here. Everyone go off. Um, yeah, I, I think it's also there's a bit of a pick your flavor to it as well. Like Buwanga has that like his presence dominates the pitch in a way that Russie didn't really do, but he didn't need to either. Like his dependability and consistency and well-rounded skill set, like I think is still unmatched even by Bowanga. If you take his entire career with LAFC into account, but Bowanga does have that sort of like, not just charisma in general, but, but like charisma based on his play. Like, yeah, this he is, is Bowanga's team. Like he's a huge magnet. Like Bowanga's number one. You know, like this is his team, and I, that was never true for Diego. And I feel like that. Right, right. That is why maybe he has outsized impact in our hearts. Who are your top five in the history of the team? In the history of LAFC? Yeah. Like mo- like not not your favorite players. Did we just get to the top historically three? Most okay. important. Most important. I mean, is this the top three? I, I would put Ilya. Uh, in three, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, no, what, fucking. Um, or um, Maxime. No, I'm blanking on his fucking name. Center mid. The, uh, he played with us for the first three, four seasons. Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, that feeling is contagious. Now I am too. Fuck, this is embarrassing. What is it? Someone in the comments tell me who I'm forgetting. Atuesta. Atuesta, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. That's so funny. <laughs> that uh, really is contagious. Is it for everybody? It is for me. Anytime someone has something on the tip of their tongue and can't get it out, I absolutely cannot either. Every I, single time. Simon is on in your top five. Simon left before the end of the, the first season, didn't he? Or he left in the second season. I, I did love him. I did too, but like... You're referring, like a, by the way, you're not mentioning this comment. Tim Morgan commented, Vela, Simon, Buanga, Rossi. What was the last one there? Uh, Atuesta. Uh, Atuesta. That's a solid top five. But yeah, Simon is like, he, he skyrocketed to the top of that list based on how long he played. I love that all these people in the comments are, are weighing in here. This is great. Zaleo was the <laughs> Fito. <laughs> Fito, my favorite DP of all time. Blessing, yeah, you got to put blessing in there. Uh, in the top five. I Import- mean, so well, how do we, now we're now we're at the point where it's like defined Dio. important. Yeah, are we talking about just like okay heartstrings important, or are we talking about like impact important? Yeah, I think if we're talking impact, it's if we're talking just heartstrings. Bella, blessing number one are in the two. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, it feels like blessing was just on the team yesterday doesn't it doesn't it feel like he's still on the team i mean he's he's still just like texting all of us keeping in touch <laughs> palacios is a great call i think yeah, like palacios. palacios has quietly been and he's now talking I think about impacts scored our fifth most or i mean has played fifth most games uh of any player uh, yeah i i feel like 100 games that's crazy yeah, hundred just MLS regular season games. I think. You know what's frustrating is that if you're talking about impact, you have to put Gareth Bale, and he's not the most important player. Well, you said to the history of LAFC. I mean, it, w- if we didn't have Gareth Bale, we wouldn't. <laughs> pretty important. He he's got to be in the top five, which sucks because he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> right now, I'm thinking there's like twelve to fourteen players that really need to be in the top five. Yeah. This is fun. Maybe, maybe I this never, is stuff for uh, we. Maybe we should really like think. This is some off season shit. 
Yeah, this is a good. Let's do a whole well, off season episode for this. This is actually good because I think we have um, next week is off, so we'll do a oops all banter and we'll do some shit like this. We'll we'll make okay. a um, on the Patreon if you want to send in questions for oops all banter, we'll do one. Uh, and That'd be we'll, great. Yeah, stuff like this is fun where we like rank shit. Um, yeah, and I want to get other people. I like seeing other people's lists too. You want to bring Luke on for a second? I have to hop off camera for thirty seconds. All right, please welcome LAFC Luke. Welcome back to the show. Uh, hey. I'm going to take Travis off. Um, hey, Luke, welcome back to the show. So I, I just got to say, like, uh, I I love jerking off when we win. I mean, <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> well, like, you Look, know. What? Thank you, Luke. I just got <laughs> to give the call back. I don't care if Austin are a terrible team. Uh, by the way, it's fun I don't know to jerk off. Notice Minnesota just beat the crap out of Galaxy, and they're they out. Did. Galaxy are out. That's a happy flip. And by the way, Austin was coming off a big midweek win, so like, and they had to win this. So you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, this feels good. I mean, we're we're this doing th- what we need to do. I feel like we're we're jerking off, and we need to jerk off. Uh, <laughs> okay, listen. I kept is, thinking. I, a fantastic callback from Luke, but we can't make this the kind of thing where we're obligated to turn it into an ongoing bit from now on. The fact that so you said that will make point. it an ongoing bit. I know, I know. I will say, I wanted to bring up your um, constipation metaphor earlier, and I was like, I'll hold it. We don't need to talk about it. That's what you think, and then you get constipated. Well, you hadn't scored in so long, and now we can't stop scoring. That's all. Uh, Oliveira, yeah, a, pers- a, a personal individual constipation release tonight. Um. And we all get to root against Seattle after this. Uh, we can we can root for Vancouver tonight. Yes, root for Vancouver tonight, and then for us to beat them in two weeks. So, yes. yeah, yep. uh, not sure anyone said it. My happy foot's got to be Ilya Sanchez. That dude was everywhere, getting his toe in front of so many passes, deflecting the ball, getting interception. I mean, that dude was killing it on the field tonight. Sure. And he does all this stuff. He doesn't get the credit because he's not getting the goals. He's not getting saves, but like he was just rocking out midfield. And between him and Til- he and Tillman looked really solid. I actually think of I our agree. three minutes, Maddie was a little. I mean, I, I, whatever. He was. He's. He had eyes for goal and was trying to get shots left and right, and it wasn't the greatest. He's took. A, he's taken a couple of outside shots recently that I've made me groan, but he's hit him before, so I can't be yeah. mad at it. Yeah, my sad foot is is only womp womp for galaxy it's really a very happy yeah. foot but it's kind of i think sad greg vanny's gone it means right? that chris klein is gone it means that yeah. chris they got chris klein out oh yeah and that's actually they a struck really that sad deal because i love chris klein <laughs> i think yeah he was great that. in the american american pie franchise <laughs> i loved his role as the jock in the american pie franchise i'm gonna i'm gonna miss him <laughs> he did a really great he, job with the team and it's it's just too bad yeah, he's been great for L.A. proper. <laughs> he's been really great for the city of L.A. For he's LA, been wonderful yeah. for yeah, the city yeah. of L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I think Greg Vanny's gone, and uh, I, I am a little worried about them getting better next season. But, boy, does it feel good to have six seasons of being better than them. Six whole seasons right. in the league, six seasons of being better than them. I think they can't- especially Vanny – sorry, go ahead. No, I, go- I cut you off. No, I had nothing intelligent to say. Oh, okay. I, I think especially Vanny, I, I don't know a lot of what the vibes are of a lot of other coaches in this league, but just, even beyond the fact that there are rivals, anytime I've seen him speak on camera, 
he has just he just comes off like the biggest asshole. He's like he, he just is like such you. an Thank asshole. You. Yeah. Just, just as a person, like maybe he turns it on a little bit differently for LAFC games, but like there were halftime halftime interviews with him where he's like super smarmy and he like, seems like he punches walls like, when he's angry. Like yeah, the, the drywall yeah. in his apartment have a huge holes in it. There's, yeah, I, I thought you were gonna say he there's a lot of red down. flags visually in his apartment. <laughs> he does punch down for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, just, I, I had to get that out of my chest. It just feels good to know. To know that I usually there's some parody in this league, and for six every year we've been in the league, we have been better than them. Even the year we ma- didn't make the playoffs, or did they make the playoffs that year? No, they were know. better than us that year. Okay, but by okay. just like two points or something. But they did not make the playoffs. The very last game of the season, last goal right. in like the ninety second or something, and they were out. And I'll that take that as the season we're going in twenty twenty one. It yeah, it doesn't count if you're both bad. Yeah. <laughs> There's no better. <laughs> There's no better. Uh, well, uh, thanks well, for coming on, Luke. We love you. Thanks, guys. Yes. See you later. I'm glad that Luke mentioned Ilya. I'm always happy when someone mentions Ilya because it takes someone noticing him actively to to get him into the conversation. Yeah. And he's always there. And same with Acosta. I feel like we we didn't give Acosta enough props, and then he immediately got hurt yeah. when they not, when they're not getting goals or stops. It's hard to to pay attention to them. I might have to call it a little early tonight, Darren. I'm feeling not great, and I feel like we you know talked what? about a lot of this stuff. I was about to say I I don't know that there's any we we're we're this is feeling like a thorough complete deal. I, we, it's a goal party. We had a great game. We got our happy foots out. We got our sad foots out. We had some guests. Let me double check. Let me see if I had any other sad foots, but I think I said it all. Chiellini on goal. Oh, Rigoni stepping on Hollingshead was made me very upset. Just like an unbelievably stupid fucking foul. We're going to beat St. Louis in their stadium and win MLS Cup in Cincinnati. Okay. I love that comment. Great. Yeah, I'm into it. I'll go to those games. I'll travel. This was exactly what, given that we had to stop in the position that we were in at the end of the RSL match, if you're going to stop at that point and think, what is the best thing that could happen as we finish out the season of these next three matches? This is, these last two are exactly what we were hoping for. Yeah. And if we can, if we can keep this going on the last, in the last match of the regular season, I, I can't think of anything better to ride out into the playoffs. It's scary to have two road games to end the season, but winning in Texas in this style. Gives me a lot of hope. Vancouver needs this win a lot more than we do coming up. So I am a little scared, um, but I, I'm i confident in this team. And even in those games where we weren't scoring, we were playing better than we were earlier in the season. I think the RSL game is, you know, felt bad because it was a game we should have won. But those 0-0 ties, we were playing well in Philadelphia, in St. Louis. We tied in Campionas Cup. I know that we ended up losing, but we actually probably should have won because of that bad ref call. I, I, I think we're hitting a good stride, and I don't think we need to be as scared as it, we felt like we should be at the preview episode of this match. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And I, I, even if it ends up just being like enjoying the moment in the moment, that we should be doing that. So let's do that. Someone someone check on Mao. Mao is a caller who came in. Uh, we haven't heard from Mao in a long time. Mao's not a fan anymore. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not. Like show. He called into an early uh, post-game show. In Texas? An early loss in Texas. It was I can't remember whether it was. It was a Houston, yeah, who drove a long way to go to that match and has never, has never seen us win there. We got the win. I hope he's doing great. Shout out. Shout out to Mao. 
We'll see you on the next uh, the next post game. No, we have a preview. Episode. We have a preview, but what we'll do, I think we'll do um, we'll do an episode next week uh, for Patreon subscribers, and then we'll we'll be back with a preview uh, before the Vancouver game. All right, all right. If you're interested in listening to that episode, join the Patreon. I love all of you. I love I'm you. Bye. My voice sounds like this. I really wish it didn't. I love you. Bye. Guys, I'm so sorry about Travis. Bye. Travis feel bye. I love you. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.